0: the state is not liable for the legal costs incurred by Mr. Jacob Geregisa Zuma in his personal capacity in criminal prosecutions instituted against him in any civil litigation related or incidental thereto and for any other associated legal costs. B, the decisions taken by the presidency and the state attorney that the state would cover the legal costs of Mr. Zuma incurred in his personal capacity in the criminal prosecution instituted against him on about 20th June 2005, 28 December 2007, and 16 March 2018 are declared invalid and are reviewable and set aside. C. The decisions taken by the Presidency and the State Attorney that the state would cover the legal costs that Mr. Zuma incurred in his personal capacity in interlocutory and ancillary applications related to this, to his criminal prosecution are reviewed and set aside. D, the state attorney is directed forthwith to Roman one, compile a full and complete accounting of all the legal costs that were incurred by Mr. Zuma in his personal capacity in the criminal prosecution instituted against him and all related or ancillary litigation, including all the applications referred to in this matter and which were paid for by the state, and Roman II, to take all necessary steps, including the institution of civil proceedings, to recover the amounts paid by the state for Mr. Zuma's legal costs referred to in paragraph D1 above. E. The state is directed within three months of the date of this order to file a report under oath and supported by the full and complete accounting referred to in paragraph D1 detailing the steps that have been taken and that would be taken to recover the amounts paid by the state for Mr. Zuma's legal costs. F. In case two one four zero five stroke eighteen, the Democratic Alliance review application, the costs are to be paid by the fifth respondent in bracket mister Zuma, including the cost of three counsel. G in case two double nine eight four stroke eighteen, the Economic Freedom Fighters review application, the costs are to be paid by the second respondent, mister Zuma, including the cost of of two counsel, hand down the judgement
1: and that was deputy judge president Aubrey Ledwaba delivering the judgement there in the High Court in Pretoria now DA leader Musi Maimane has welcomed the ruling and hailed it as a victory for South Africans
2: it's a sweeping judgement for the for the people of South Africa the DA is fighting that no taxpayer must finance criminal litigation it's consistent with the law It's ultimately the deal that uh, Mr Mbeki, Mr Ramaphosa entered in with Mr. Zuma to pay for his legal fees. And now we've come to a point where we are saying we are cutting off the ATM. If anyone wants to, pros- uh, wants to litigate for corruption, they must do so themselves. It goes to those who are involved in state capture. It goes to all of those who have been looting the people's money and now they want the people to pay. Today is a victory for the people of South Africa. And I think, to me, in the system of corruption that government has set up, which is to say loot, and then we'll pay for your legal fees. Today, we've stopped that. It is a precedent that is now being set to say, South Africans can no longer be the ATM for criminals. Let those who want to steal from the people of South Africa face criminal prosecution and any litigation, they must find it themselves. What's also more important about this judgment is that Mr. Zuma now owes the South Africans tens of millions of rands. The judgment goes further to say, let us set up a process upon which he can pay back the money. And therefore, it's a system of ANC is coming now to an end, and I think I welcome the judgment, I celebrate the people of South Africa, the ATM has been cut.
1: And uh, that was Democratic Alliance leader Musi Maimane reacting to the judgment. So uh, to get perspectives both from a legal angle and also a political one, we are joined first by Ulrich Roo, who's a lawyer from Ulrich Roo and Associates. Ulrich, good afternoon, good to speak to you again.
3: Hi, good afternoon, thank you.
1: So, uh, first, let's start here with uh, this particular judgment and uh, the fact that it seems it will be applied retrospectively. So, in layman's terms, what exactly does that mean?
3: Well, remember, there was an agreement between uh, Ursula President Thabo Mbeki and Jacob Zuma that the state would have these legal fees. And the court has found today that that agreement was invalid and that he should uh, be responsible for the legal fees in his personal capacity. So all the fees incurred thus far and all the fees paid by the state attorney on behalf of Jacob Zuma thus far need to be reimbursed to the state. Um, the court orders clearly that uh, inventory must be drawn up and that arrangements must then be made for, for those funds to be repaid. Um, there is speculation pertaining to the exact amount, but it does seem as if it's uh, in the region between 20 and 30 million rand. And Jacob Zuma will have to repay this out of his own
1: What about the fact that there was an agreement struck between the presidency and Mr. Zuma at the time? Does that give him any legal recourse going forward?
4: Well, that was
3: an agreement that was reached, and it has now been found by our High Court that it was an invalid agreement and that he should, in fact, be held personally liable for it. The reason for this being, of course, that Jacob Zuma has uh, approached the stance of. Uh, so to say, kicking the can down the road and, and uh, purposefully delaying matters to suit his own needs. And I think that contributed to a large extent to the court reaching this conclusion because uh, the court found that you can't just use the judicial for your own benefit when someone else is putting the bill. Uh, and a correct decision, in my opinion.
1: So uh, does Jacob Zuma then have recourse to mm-hmm. actually appeal this to a higher court?
3: Well, you can always appeal a decision. You can go to the Constitutional Court if you please it. Um, he uh, will have to convince this court that he, the uh, Constitutional Court will reach different conclusions. We will accept the grant to appeal the decision.
1: All right, Ulrich, I'm just going to ask you to just move because I have uh, just one final question for you and uh, the signal's deteriorating. I just wanted to know so, what are the implications of this particular judgment on other public servants who have also been using state funds uh, basically to pay for some of the litigations that they've had?
3: Well, the, the decision uh, draws a clear distinction between a person litigating in his personal capacity and in the capacity of a state servant. And in this instance, it was found that Jacob Zuma was litigating purely uh, for his own personal interest. And accordingly, the state and the taxpayer can't be held liable for uh, those legal fees. And that is exactly what the, uh, the president is that has been created now by this court. And going forward, that will be adopted by a uh, state servant. If they litigate in their own personal capacity, then uh, they will be held liable
1: Thanks so much for your time, and uh, I must uh, just apologize for that very poor connection there to Ulrich Roo. But what he says, essentially, uh, in case you didn't quite hear him, is uh, basically that, yes, Jacob Zuma uh, does have the right, the recourse to appeal to a higher court. He can take this to the Constitutional Court. And this sets a very clear precedent in terms of uh, public servants litigating personal matters using state funds. So this, of course, will then be looked into. And of course, the court sets out very clearly that uh, there needs to be an inventory of all the costs and an agreement made with uh, former President Jacob Zuma on how he is going to pay for this. Well, that was Ulrich Roo, a lawyer from Ulrich Roo and Associates. Well, we move now uh, to the uh, political side of things and joined uh, from uh, uh, the Nelson Mandela University or by Ongama Timka, who's a political analyst. Thanks so much for speaking to us.
4: Um, Good afternoon, Sakina and your listeners.
1: Um, Ongama, firstly, uh, what are the political implications here for Jacob Zuma?
4: Well, uh, for for Zuma himself, uh, really, for me, I I, I don't have much in terms of that, but I think the, the, the political implications for the system are great. So Jacob Zuma uh, accidentally uh, left a legacy uh, of institutions in the political system, especially that nexus between the judiciary and the executive. Uh, and I'm saying inadvertently so. Because there are so many areas where he stressed executive authority to move towards illegality, he caused uh, for, to, for there to be a number of legal uh, uh, of, of court judgments, which help to clarify uh, what how far the execution of political or legislative responsibilities in terms of parliament or executive responsibilities will go. So I think that's that's that that's the legacy for me. That going forward, it emphasises. Uh, the importance of legal soundness in executing legislative or executive responsibilities
1: so one of the arguments we've heard in the past is about judicial overreach and um the separation of the three arms of state. Do you think any argument could be made in that direction following this judgment?
4: in my view absolutely not in fact, what this does is that it 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 it, 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 it actually uh, uh it ends what may be called executive overreach, rather, because you know the decision, the, the court judgment in my view, reverses an erroneous decision whose basis was never fairness or rationality, but appears in political grievances, and 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 it sets limitations in fe- on future decisions, and. Court- Precedence that a president of a country could stretch the legally defined scope of institutions. So it does clarify the limits uh, that the state attorney has in protecting state individuals, state, state officials. I had you ask uh, that last question, for example, from Mr. Ru. Indeed, the state attorney he has got an obligation to defend state officials, but the, the proviso there. Is that it must be within they must be being prosecuted for 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 things related to ex- executing their official duties, not by virtue of them being uh, officials. So, and what I like in that decision in the, in the judgment is that in in prescribing what should be done by the state attorney, it, that is determining full cost and the process of recovery and this, and the feedback within three months. It leaves no room for opting out of the of implementing the judgment.
1: Now, the other question for me here is this: so you you touched on the question of um, executive overreach. You have a state attorney. Did the state attorney that office not way up? you know, what uh, the legalities were here. And uh, why did it take so long, number one, and for a court, a uh, high court, to come to this decision uh, where one would expect them to know better?
4: There has been a culture, uh, Sakina, within the... the, 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 the where, where the power of the president was perhaps assumed to be uh, way too much to the extent that uh, I mean, you, you would have expected going back then already that the state attorney would have declined to, 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 sub, to finance uh, the president precisely because there was not even ambiguity about whether these were professional. Is, it, 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 President Zuma should get professional indemnity because he was executing his, his duties, or in, in, in he was in the course of executing his duties, when he when, when he faced those charges that he faced, they were all related to personal issues which had nothing to do with executing his duties. So you would have expected the state attorney that then to actually refuse. So I agree with your what you imply in your question that uh, they, 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 they did not stand their ground. But I'm saying in the, during the Zuma era, we have seen then that it, 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 where uh, officials or institutions uh, are reaffirmed in terms of uh, their ability to say no to executive authorities going forward because. Uh, though the, 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 the limitations have been clarified, thanks to Zuma again. The limitations of executive authority have been clarified, and parliamentary authority, by the way, if you go get the gun, the gun adjustment.